David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Elliot, I haven't been in studio in so long, I forgot what it looks like. I'm sorry, your name again? I have to think about it. It's been a while, but you've been busy working. Trying to make money and pay for those Christmas presents. Last Christmas or next? Both. Okay. Got to save up for next. I saw ElliotHarris.com was 13 people short of 1 million hits last month. In December of 2012, yeah. What'd you get, tired of clicking after 999? You know, my index finger is worn out. I think I need a bionic replacement. But uh, I don't know how that happened. But Is it like Playboy? Is it the articles people read? As I told people when I used to write in the Sun-Times, the shorter I write, the bigger the pictures, the more I'm appreciated. I haven't figured that one out quite yet, but I have an idea what it is. I don't think it's the text that drives the viewership. It's beautiful women like this. Like this, like Monica Murphy Vargas, the founder, president, CEO, bottle washer, everything of SportsDivaInc.com, a website. Well, I'll let you explain it, Monica. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. So what is Sports Diva Inc.? Divas with an a plural, not singular, although you are a singular entity, certainly. But what is SportsDivasInc.com? SportsDivasInc is a media and events company is what I'm calling it right now. Um, we just launched in April, so it's slowly morphing into uh, – it's a website. It's digital, but um, we are doing events as well. Uh, and our goal is really to be a voice for female sports fans here in Chicago and really more of a casual fan and a novice uh, We're our goal is to kind of convert women into sports fans, and we do that with a little different approach. We streamline all the hot Chicago sports news with a woman's style and perspective and focus on not only the game, the players, but also the lifestyle and what it what it takes to truly maximize the sports lifestyle here in Chicago. I see you have this week's ham. What's a ham? <laughs> The ham, uh, the ham is actually it's a it's a player profile more or less, but um, it's been tweaked a little bit too as well. And we the ham is actually a hot available man, um, and we started off as kind of man on the street approach where we would be out in sports bars watching the game and we'd see attractive single men watching the game, whether even they're wearing a Blackhawks hat or a jersey. But the point is to kind of bring focus to the fact that there are so many great-looking single men out in Chicago available, but you got to go to the sports bars to meet them. And it kind of plays into the whole the perks associated with being a sports fan. Um, I've known so many women over the years that it just, you know, complain and bitch about the That's fact, okay. okay. <laughs> Don't worry about the FCC. Okay. Uh, that they can't find good quality men, but yet they're going to lounges and nightclubs. And, you know, I've always been a big proponent. If you want to find a good, solid guy – the sports bars are where to go. But certainly, you know, if you're going to walk the walk, you need to talk the talk, and that kind of goes hand-in-hand hand as to what we're doing. But back to the ham. Uh, we used to <laughs> profile a hot available man that we met in a sports bar, and it's just a guy off the street, 
ask a couple questions, and some some of them were nice enough to give us their email, um, and it was starting to attract a lot of um, strange. <laughs> Strange uh, emails. Uh, they were they were starting to get a lot of um, unwanted attention. So th- then we decided to take it to more of a profiling a professional athlete uh, because it's a good good way to profile an athlete, give these second and third string guys a little bit more exposure. And I know Aaron Rodgers up there right now because right now the Chicago ham hunting has been a little slow because obviously the Bears are done. The Hawks aren't quite playing yet. I think we've tapped out most of the available single bulls. So uh, and we've actually been focusing a lot of the ice hogs and wolves as well. So it, it, it profiles a player. They have to be single. Um, they have to be attractive, but that's a little bit, you know, that can be. Okay. Now, if <laughs> what are you, uh, Brett Musburger? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never, I would never go that, that, yeah, that's scary. But uh, there's, and it's a good way for these, some of these players to get a little bit of exposure. You know, they're not usually, again, the, the first string guys. There are more the second and third string guys that are looking for a little bit of exposure, I think. So this is sort of the flip side of what I do on my website, where I've been known to feature an attractive female or two. That's right. Uh, we try to do it with a lot of, look, tastefully. Um, and Wait a second. You're saying <laughs> I'm not doing this tastefully? I've seen some of the pictures on your site, and uh, I think that's a little subjective. But okay. uh, it's... You know, it's it's certainly a way to uh, bring exposure to the player to introduce them. This is a right winger. This is a cornerback. This is a wide receiver. And then certainly breaking down this the position, why you need to know, why you should care. And then we certainly highlight the fact that the guy has got dark, nice dark eyes. You know, he's he's six two, hundred ninety five pounds. And I mean. so, what if he's been in a relationship with this supermodel for three years? He's we, still available. We do. We try to. So, for example, Aaron Rodgers. Everyone. A lot of people know that Aaron Rodgers has this girlfriend. Uh, you know, he's had this on again, off again girlfriend for years, but he's technically single, so he's still free to mingle. He's still free to mingle. What yeah. about Jay Cutler? Would he qualify? No. Well, actually, he is single, but he no, no <laughs> Cutler. He is a father now, and uh, you know, Kristen Cavallari is very well known with our our readers, so we would never go that route. Um, but uh, you know, we had we're actually we we change up the ham every Monday night. So right now, we've got some editorial decisions on who to. Select as our next ham, and uh, it's tough here in Chicago. We're waiting, we're really excited about the Blackhawks starting again because there's a lot of uh, a lot of good picking on that on that squad. I saw you also had what a lot of male-oriented sites feature: wives and girlfriends. Yes, the wags. Yes. <laughs> and how did that make its way onto your site? Well, it's. You know, our readers are certainly interested in what's going on in the sports world as far as games, recaps, highlights, but they do like the gossipy stuff, and WAGS certainly is gossipy. you got to um, know what the competition is, right? Absolutely. you got to know what's attainable, and, you know, and I think it's fascinating to look and see at some of these wives and girlfriends of some of the players. You know, some of them certainly are the, you know, the reality star shows, and some of them are just normal girls, um, you know, just so I think there's, there's, a, there's a sense of feeling that, Women and readers, this is possible. You can, you know, marry an athlete if that's the, if that's, if that's the, your goal. You, if that's the goal you want to go. Um, but uh, it's you know, everyone always wants to know who these guys are dating or married to. So we have uh, we have I actually have a writer that all she does is hunt down gossip. Sounds like my sort of job. <laughs> what was your best story that you broke or best gossip? Well, one of my writers is a sports publicist, so that certainly helps because she is in uh, in those circles where there's news breaking. Um, one, well, I don't know if this is cotton gossip, but we did break the Samarja story that he was being pulled uh, at the store uh, the season when they when the Cubs were <laughs> certainly out of playoff contention. They pulled Samarja, I think, a month before the season ended. Right. 
Um, we broke. We like to think we broke that story. Um, Nobody will know the difference. <laughs> Nobody Go ahead. knows. It. I mean, with, come on, with Twitter now, who you know, who knows we, who breaks? We the had story. it first by 1.3 seconds. Um, yeah, exactly. But uh, a good story. Like for example, we had one of our writers was out at Chicago Cut this past weekend. A couple of the Blackhawks were in there, so we tweet that kind of stuff out. Or hey, you know, there's a couple bulls at Underground right now. You know, get here if you want to <laughs> mingle and. So again, it's it's lifestyle. It's it's a little like you know, I don't want to say it's gossipy, but it's certainly an angle that's not being taken anywhere else. Okay. And more than gossip, you also cover sports as sports. Yes. Um, how 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 did this idea come to about? Well, right. So everything we try to do is what what people are talking about and buzzworthy. Um, so for example, the NFL this past divisional round weekend. Um, we have this morning. We had a great recap of the, all four games because, quite honestly, uh, even though I watch every single game, that's a lot of football for one weekend. I mean, that's 12, 13 hours of football. We know that our audience is not going to watch every single game. We know that they're not going to sit and watch three hours of NFL or two and a half hours of NBA every night of the week. But they still want to be able to intelligently talk about what happened in the game. You know, what's going on in the season. Um, so everything we do as content-wise is kind of written for that fan. That's is interested in watching the games, but they certainly want to, you know, give me the talking points. Um, what are people buzzing about? What's the water cooler conversation going to be this morning? So if you look at the way that we write content, it is, you know, what you need to know and your and your takeaway piece, which is more or less a soundbite to get a conversation going. Everything we do has to have an educational but yet entertaining undertone to it so that people, women, can come back and feel like they can learn and, and be caught up on the season and follow the season with us. Um, as you guys know, there are thousands of other places that people can get sports news and information these days. But the way that we are now programmed as humans, we skim. We skim and we look for, you know, give me the bullet points because I have about 30 seconds I'm going to spend on your website. So, I, you know, it's not just us. I, I see journal, sports journalism kind of going this way as well. Um, but I think, you know, if someone's looking for play-by-play and stats, and, you know, we're certainly not your source, but if you want to know what people are talking about, what are the storylines, what's the gossipy side of the spo- of the game, we're the ones that you want to come to. Kind of like TMZ? I, I don't want to go there because <laughs> we actually, if you, you know, it's not... It's not watered down sports. I mean, we do we do cover the games and we do we do cheat sheets, which are which are very important. People really like our cheat sheets. It's all right. I'm, I'm gonna I'm going out to watch the game tonight with some friends, or I'm going to the game with some clients tonight. Like, what do I need to watch for? Like, who are the key names to drop if I'm you know, going to be trying to you know talk sports with a, a client or my boss? Or what are what are, what are the things I need to look for? So. Um, it's really written in almost like a style manual type approach, but again, with female undertones. So it's something that's, why is this important to you, or how could you relate to this as a woman? Okay. Now, your entire staff is made up of females, yes. but ESPN came along with ESPNW, which was basically covering women's sports. You're covering the major professional sports here in Chicago. That's correct, and... Um, I've had, you know, some people question why we haven't taken the approach to covering women's sports. And, you know, I've, to be quite honest, um, I think if you're going to convert a woman into a, a novice or a casual fan into a sports fan, you have to do it through pro sports, through professional sports, mainstream sports, um, simply because it's a, it's a culture, it's a way of life. And, uh, you know, part of, I think, being a sports fan is being part of a community. You know, it's like a social currency. It's something people talk about and, be, you know, something they can become a part of. Um, with women's sports, and you know, and I wish I could figure out as well as like why 
people, why we can't get more people watching women's sports and following women's sports. Um, I think there is uh, an opportunity for us to go down that, that road at some point. I just would need more staff <laughs> and a little bit more help. Um, but I think we've found, you know, once you flip that switch with women to convert them into sports fans, they are loyal and they are passionate. And because it's so unexpected, I think, and it's getting better, but it's so unexpected for a woman to understand sports, appreciate sports, to be fluent in sports, that when a woman is an avid and educated sports fan, it just it just gives uh, women an edge almost when it comes to whether it's professionally or socially. So I want to be the person that flips that switch and gets them interested in sports. Uh, there's so many social reasons why, but also there's a lot of professional reasons why I think women um, should be educated sports fans, especially in a city like Chicago. And women watch sports differently than men do? Yes, and I've actually read several theses on this and books on this, is that um, women just consume sports differently. Uh, again, they're not, and this is, goes back to that whole women are from Mars and men are from Venus type approach, is that the, the male and female brain processes information differently. And that's why I think you see men are much more stat-driven when it comes to sports. They like to, you know, you see the, the, the rankings between players and, you know, and, and stats and, and game logs. And I think, and again, I'm making generalizations here. Like I know there are a lot, and me being as one of them, I look at a lot of that stuff too. But I think in general, women are more interested in, who is this Colin Kaepernick kid, and why is he, you know, why is this his second year? Why have we never seen him before until this season, or why? Or what's um, that tattoo on his arm? What are all those crazy tattoos, or why is he wearing that horrible hat in every interview? Uh, no, that is serious. <laughs> that is a good, I mean, that is something that we talked about over Twitter with some women. It's like that horrible hat, that brim hat. At least he took the stickers out underneath, because I think the first yeah. interview, he's still those. And I know there's, that's, there's some cultural significance in, in the way that's worn. Um, but that's what women think. They're like, here's this you know, attractive new quarterback hot on the scene, and he's wearing this horrible hat. But then you see Tom Brady yesterday after his press conference. So the guy is just, I mean, five o'clock shadows perfect, hair is perfectly tousled. He had on um, that nice gray sweater with the black mill. I mean, he just looked like something out of J, JQ or GQ. <laughs> And, um, you think Giselle helps him with his... Uh... I think there might be a little bit of uh, help there, but um, these are types of details that women pay attention to. Um, so we certainly try to highlight those, but our content is, is, you know, we don't, we're not jersey chasers. We're not there just to talk smut and fashion. I mean, we really, my, my biggest, the pillar of what I'm trying to do is to teach women sports. And if we have to do that for a little entertainment and a little smut, we'll do it. Does it help having female reporters get the interview at male athletes to agree to interviews? It does. We're actually getting pretty good access to some of the teams and players uh, so far. And I don't think it's just us. I mean, I think and just watching football this weekend, I mean, the phenomenon of the female sideline reporter is it's mainstream now. I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw a guy on the sidelines. I mean, I think Fox does a little bit on their NFL, but it's all women. And, you know, it's always the cute girl on the sideline, right. but then you go back up to the studio and it's all men. So, you know, I think. And they're not very cute either. The, the men or the women? The, the men. Oh, I was going to say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hub Arkush does a show out of these studios. Oh. He's a sideline reporter. Um, it's amazing. It's the phenomenon of the, the, the beautiful girl on the sideline is just exploding. And that's why I think you're seeing a lot of these women now. This could be a real career path for me. And this is something that kind of crosses. Celebrity, fashion, sports, um, you see the Aaron Andrews of the world, and you see... Um, Michelle Beadle. Michelle Beadle, and she's actually crossed over. She's done a good job of crossing over. 
Um, and what's turning out, what I'm seeing to more now is I've, in the last week, I've had five, six girls come to me and say, I'm a diehard Cubs fan. I'm a huge Hawks fan. I want to write. I want to, and I think we're almost turning into like a breeding ground for like young women that want, are trying to crack into the industry. I got a suggestion for you. Why don't you go after Player's wife, Kim DeJesus? She does a good job tweeting and Facebooking. Yeah, we've had a lot of people that have, have suggested the players' wives, players' wives. Like, let's why don't you go that angle? And I know this Thursday night they're doing a big fashion show. David right. and um, and his wife are doing. So we're starting to tap into that angle as well. Um, I just think that's a really easy kind of path right now as the players' wives. And I, some of them are very active and very knowledgeable, and then some are just a little bit more, you know, uh, kind of take, sit on the sidelines. If, <laughs> no pun intended, but. Um, you know, I think there's, from what I'm finding, is that there is a huge market for this as far as there's there's women that are already fans, and then there's women that say, finally, there's a there's a, a source and a, a website that I can tell my girlfriends to go to because I'm so sick of going out on Friday night, and no one else except me knows it's Bulls heat on Friday night. <laughs> or I'm so sick of wanting to go out and watch NFL divisional round, and no one else, you know, three of my four girlfriends don't even know who's playing. Um, I think women find power in numbers just like everyone else, and I think there's always that one token sports fan in the in the group and then the rest of them unfortunately just don't have much interest or, or clueless and you know sports are like anything else in life if you don't understand it you're not going to appreciate it but someone needs to be flipping that switch and like i said that's what we're trying to do and you ran some fantasy football leagues this mm-hmm. uh, season is that correct Yes, we had a couple of fantasy football events this summer, learn, come out and learn how to play fantasy football, and it was very well received. Um, and from it, we had two leagues, uh, two leagues we formed under the Sports Divas Inc. name, um, and all of them, I think besides maybe two girls, were first-time players. So, uh, you know, it's it's something that I think, again, it's like once you teach someone how to play, they're interested. And as you know, you watch more games. You pay more attention to the NFL if once you start playing fantasy. there's you got skin in the game. So... Uh, we're trying to do more of these one-on-one events, trying to create more event-type, uh, you know, branding, if you will. Um, but uh, it's hard to get women out of the house. <laughs> it's hard to get people out of the house these days. What do you think of what happened with Catherine Webb and Brett Musburger? Oh, geez. Well, what did he do that was wrong? He just said she was beautiful. I don't think he did anything wrong, to be honest. And you know, honestly, that was the best thing that ever happened to her. Was that? You no know, kidding. She, and I think she's been pretty honest that she didn't mind. Yeah, she did right. not mind. Um, she, she had no problem whatsoever. Yeah, she had no problem. It was the best commercial she could get. Exactly. For herself. I mean, you can't pay for that kind of advertising. So I don't think there's anything wrong with. That. I mean, Brent Musburger is kind of old and weird anyway, and <laughs> hey. he's, you know, he's. I've actually met him before. I mean, nice guy, but he's earned his stripes. He can say that kind of stuff, and I think it wasn't. Tacky. It wasn't no. Just, it was, he was just pointing out, and the fact is, ESPN cameras. They zoned were already in. zooming in on her right. before he even said anything. Right. I was watched. I watched the whole game, and honestly, if it had been a competitive game, it never would have happened. But the fact that it was a blowout, and there was nothing else to talk about. <laughs> you want your boys to be quarterbacks if they want to get women that look like this. And it's true. I mean, AJ McCarron. Eh, I mean, would I really? date him? Well, your your husband might not uh, be wild. Well, I mean, is he attractive? Yeah, I guess you could say he's attractive for a 21-year-old kid, but, you know. He's a 21-year-old kid. If he wasn't AJ, if he wasn't the quarterback for Crimson Tide, he wouldn't be dating. Well, and I think they've only been dating since December. Exactly. That's the other thing. It's not Since they made the championship game. (laughs) I I hate to say this, but I think she saw her meal ticket in McCarran, and it panned panned out pretty quickly. Look at Giselle Bunchen. You've got Cavalieri. Well, I don't know. If Giselle, get the nice... I think Giselle was bigger than Tom before yeah. she. I mean, she yeah. definitely brought her, you know, her game to that to that relationship. But well, that's another thing too. Is what you know? I want to. 
no, I mean, no one's asked me why I'm doing this. I think everyone sees the need for this. But when, why now are you that, doing this? <laughs> sports, celebrity gossip, the lines are so blurred these days. I mean, athletes are celebrities, and celebrities date athletes. And um, so even though I hate the celebrity craze in this country, I think it's or, I think it's horrible the way that people are more interested in what's happening in People Magazine than, <laughs> than um, Newsweek. But, uh, you know, that's that's what people want. And, and we're trying to kind of bring a little bit of celebrity into if that's what's going to turn women into sports fans, then we'll take that angle. But guys can go to this site as well, right? Absolutely. And we actually have metrics on our site to see who's coming to our site. And we have a lot of men reading our site. and Because um, men want to know what's going on in a woman's mind. Absolutely. Well, I if, think If anything. <laughs> I'm I don't kidding. know. If, yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think that's why men are coming to our site. Oh. I think um, I know men that read my site, and they just say it's just a fresh, it's just a fresh, fresh perspective on what's going on in the sports world. It's just you know, in and out the door, five hundred words or less. Um, and I think there's a lot of men out there. You know, men are expected to be sports fans, um, and that's not always the case, as we all know. Uh, so I think if there's an easy way that they can kind of learn and follow sports in a way that's you know, not a lot of jargon, not a lot of lingo, not a lot of analysis and opinion, then, you know, then I'm all for it. Thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much, you guys. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Pro Football Hall of Famer Lenny Moore. Stay tuned. 